that's where I'm at. I, I think Rudy Gobert is deserving. He's overdue. And because we have the luxury in this particular exercise of not, like, I can put Gobert there and still put Kawhi Leonard and Jokic in my reserves because we're doing all 12, I'm going to use that opportunity to cheat a little bit. There you have it. Howard Beck with Zach Lowe on the Low Post podcast on ESPN saying Rudy Gobert should be included when it comes to Chicago. The talking heads are gathering steam around Rudy Gobert, and there's clearly motivation for Donovan to get into this game because he's in the top 10 of guards uh, voted for in the Western Conference. The latest batch of voting comes out. There's steam gaining for the Jazz to have an inclusion in that game. And the best way to make sure that happens is by voting online, utahjazz.com, or even Googling their name, and you'll be able to put your vote in for Rudy Gobert, Donovan Mitchell, Boyan Bogdanovich, who could be earning his spot into the game after the week he had. There are... All-star worthy performances that we've seen throughout this year. Rudy Gobert just showed it this week. We'll get through that here on Round Ball Roundup on UtahJazz.com. JP Chunga here on episode 30 as Jazz have a two-game week so far. Going to make it three tonight and then another one on Sunday against the Washington Wizards as they start their three-game road swing on the East Coast. I want to let you hear more of the Low Post, but Zach Lowe says something that may catch your attention. By the way, also, if you, if you again, tiebreakers, uh, Donovan Mitchell has also been insane in crunch time this year. The Jazz have been the single best crunch time team in the whole league. Um, Bogdanovich has been crazy good in crunch time. You just can't have three Utah All-Stars. That's too much. Why not three? Boyan Bogdanovich, in the early portions of the season, was outrageous out of this world. He's putting up career-high numbers at 20 points per game, shooting 41.7% from three, dropped 35 on the Pelicans on Monday, followed it up with a 20-point performance against the New York Knicks. Boyan Bogdanovich... Sneaky might be somebody that you ought to consider. Why not three players on the All-Star team for the Utah Jazz? Con Cowherd gave Rudy a shout-out. You'll hear it at the end of the episode as he was discussing the NBA with Chris Haynes. Gary Payton, somebody that I didn't see as a Rudy Gobert hater. A get-off-my-lawn type of guy who harkens back to the 90s as somebody that says... Rudy couldn't hang with those type of players. We talked to Brian Russell earlier on the first couple of episodes of the podcast, and even B-Russ, who is a 90s basketball savant, says Rudy Gobert could play at that level. It's all-star season, and these guys are starting to show their mettle. Rudy showed it on Monday, and looking at that game against the Pelicans, that the Jazz won by two, 128-126, to where the entire team ghosted the referees on the floor as they ran out. Rudy stops Brandon Ingram on a bucket towards the hoop. I understand the last two-minute report said it should have been a foul on Gobert. Makes sense. Yeah, 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 yeah. It did kind of look like a 50-50 call. And if you review it, it is a foul. This is what happens, though, in the live ball of play where you don't have the benefit of replay. When you are allowed to review stuff, 
you might catch a holding. In the run of play, that's respect to Gobert and his rim protection. As a guy that is defending at the highest of high levels, he's a menace defensively. You see it every single game. Gobert didn't officially get the block in the box score. He ended up with 9 points, 19 rebounds, 1 assist, no blocks. The funniest line, of course, is Boyan Bogdanovich. 35-0-0-0-0-0-0-0. Rightfully so, he's getting chided in the locker room by guys like Joe Ingles as it happened in the post game on Wednesday night. Do you feel like it was the defense that, that separated? <laughs> See, they were, they were making fun of me the last two days, but I, I, I triple my numbers tonight, so I'm good. Gobert continues to plod along and be the entire talisman of the defense and offensively being an available hand when it comes to those alley-oops, those lobs, taking up the dunker spot. Gobert's 14-14 and a night through 35 games. And as we push towards that all-star moment, he has two standout clips of winning games at the end against Chicago with Zach Levine and then the one on Monday against New Orleans. He's blocked the MVP in Giannis Antetokounmpo. He's had the huge dunks. Gobert doesn't. Now, Boyan Bogdanovich in that line, they needed him to score that 35. So let's not act like it was a complete train wreck that he didn't register any other statistics but this was funny because from espn stats and info boyan bogdanovich is the first player in nba history with multiple 25 point games no rebounds no assists no steals or blocks and he did it in his previous stop march 29 2018 nobody does that in this league boyan bogdanovich did that night where were you when you were watching the pelicans game he turned it on, though, in the third quarter. A 7-0 run just by himself during that frame. He continues to show why he was signed in the offseason. Donovan Mitchell struggled in the game. 7-18 of 18 for 19 points. And yet he continues to be phenomenal in the clutch. It's why Zach Lowe has him on his all-star team. He hit a clutch shot down the stretch. 126-126. Donovan Mitchell, mid-range, hits it with a minute left. Complaints about the mid-range, I understand, are abound. Donovan right now is in the 88th percentile of hitting long mid-range shots, according to Clean the Glass. He's 50% on those long mid-range shots. Overall mid-range shots, 46%, according to Cleaning the Glass, 82nd percentile. It's also why a guy like John Hollinger, when he's ranking his tiers of NBA quarterbacks, of facilitators, playmakers... Donovan Mitchell is on the rise in that respect. Hollinger wants to see Donovan Mitchell add more to his passing flair as he's just averaging 6.1 assists per 100 possessions. I knew this is without Mike Conley, just his third year. As he continues to learn the playmaker role, he can run right through those rankings into that echelon of the Jimmy Butlers, the Nicole Jokic's, the Damian Lillard's that Hollinger has ranked ahead of him. All of the NBA quarterbacks, Donovan Mitchell in year three, according to John Hollinger, a front office personnel in this league, worked for the Memphis Grizzlies. He is at number 13. His passing can get better. But if you saw last night, Chris Paul's mid-range game, lethal, continues to win games and very well might earn CP into the All-Star game. First game back from the road swing, 
Utah beats New York. They don't look sluggish in this one. 128-104 blasting the New York team. Eight dudes go in double figures. Emmanuel Moutier, 20. Boyan Bogdanovich, 20. Utah just overwhelmed New York. That was Ken Jennings and James Holzhauer just putting their hand on Brad's head as he swings his arms wildly. New York's no match. The next couple games offer no match for the Utah Jazz as they continue to play well against the sub-500 teams. They get one tonight, 15-25. and 25. Charlotte Hornets come to the Vivint Smart Home Arena. As we saw these two battle in December where Boyan Bogdanovich went for 26, Donovan Mitchell, 20, and Ingles sealed it with a kiss, a clutch three-pointer in the fourth quarter. As Utah pulled away 114 to 107, Rudy again put up a monster number of 17 and 19 in that outing. Since mid December, Charlotte hasn't been playing well, lost 9 of 12. It's amazing that even hearing those records and then seeing this stat when it comes to NBA.com and just the coverage that's around that team between Rick Bonnell and the Charlotte Observer and the writer in The Athletic, Charlotte has 12 clutch time victories of their total 15. They are the ninth best team in the clutch. And it's a little bit of everything from not having Kemba Walker last year where you knew exactly where the ball was going to go. Now they have multitude of, of options. You've got Terry Rozier, who can get a bucket playing well, shooting as a good three-point shooter. Then you have Devontae Graham, who can also get you a bucket. There are other ways that they can handle that. Charlotte at nine, Utah's at four, with the way that they're playing at the clutch, according to net rating. Charlotte can be dangerous, though. They beat Dallas in overtime using those clutch minutes. Utah's got to corral Devontae Graham, make sure Terry Rozier doesn't pop off. Same for another prospect of theirs, Miles Bridges. He connected on six three-pointers against Toronto last time out. Then comes Sunday against Washington, this in the nation's capital. 12-25 Wizards, who are in a desperate scenario because their fans are chanting MVP, MVP to Ish Smith. Once a journeyman point guard, now he's getting the acclaim from the Washington Wizards faithful. Scored 32 against the Nuggets, 27 on Monday against the Celtics, 9 points against the Magic in a loss. That said, it's been guys like Ish Smith showing up that's allowed this team to crawl into the top 10 of offense in the league despite not having Brad Beal out there, despite not having John Wall Thomas Bertans is sinking 43% of his three-point shots, and he's jacking up nine a game. Isaiah Thomas can do it. Bertans, according to Jordan McRae in a story by Fred Katz in The Athletic that was really fun to read, Jordan McRae insists that Thomas Bertans can hit 53 pointers in a row. If he does that on any given night, if the Jazz allow him to go all Terrence Ross, could be in for trouble. He's hit eight so far as a season high this year. That coming in December against Charlotte. The other thing of concern is Washington also plays some zone, as we saw against Miami. That frustrated the Jazz. It's interesting how teams in the NBA are starting to use more and more zone as a way to give a different look to an offense. We see so many zones in college basketball, and yet the NBA has weeded that out. 
A part of it has to be the fact that you have to practice a good zone every single week. You can't just throw out a zone as something that your pickup team can do. No, you have to be well-drilled and know exactly what you're getting from the zone. Everybody's responsibilities, what are the rotations. It's the same thing with the man-to-man defense, understanding the rotations. Are we going to hedge on this pick? Are we going to attack it? What are we going to do in these given situations? Not having as much practice time, not being able to work it on the floor in like a non-conference scenario that's a luxury in college. Pros, you don't get to do that. And if you're just looking to forecast the rest of the week for you, Utah gets Brooklyn on Tuesday and New Orleans on Thursday. Brooklyn, losers of seven straight, and you just saw the Pelicans on Monday. Utah Wills went out, and they're on a seven-game positive streak. We address the all-star voting and how Rudy Gobert and Donovan are playing at a high level. If they continue to play well enough to score these victories, they can continue to gain that respect and get to Chicago. Good teams get all-stars. One game out of second place in the Western Conference, sitting at five behind the Houston Rockets, continuing this streak can give a lot of pub for Rudy, for Donovan, and Boyan. So vote, utahjazz.com. As always, it's a place to go that makes it very centralized and easy for you. You can also Google the names of these players and vote for them there. It's available every single day for you to vote. So if you want to, so if you can, if you're convinced by watching these players that they are all-star caliber and they are, go out there and vote. UtahJazz.com is a place to go. That does it for this edition of Round Ball Roundup. We'll catch you on Monday. I'll leave you with Colin Cowherd on the way out as more talking heads are noticing the great jazz players. Before we go, make sure to let others know that you're listening to the podcast. Five stars, nice reviews. That's all I ask of you. I'm JP Chunga. Until next time, bye for now. Giannis is the most impactful defensive player. Shout out, though, I'll tell you somebody. Rudy Gobert gets no love in this league. I like that, Colin. Let me tell you something. Thank you. Rudy Gobert, every every time, NBA always has an underrated player. Mm -hmm. I go to watch a Jazz game. Forget the 18 points. Forget the four blocks and the 11 rebounds. He literally changes every other shot down the floor. Colin, thank you for mentioning Rudy Gobert because I get into an ongoing argument with Gary Payton, who doesn't think he's that good defensively, saying he wouldn't have made it, he wouldn't have played well in, in his day and no, time. Like, no. Come on, respect Rudy Gobert. He deserves some respect, and he deserves to make the All-Star game.